tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. It's time for the rundown with Rob Sanders. Well, we're to the rundown. I am Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining me this afternoon right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400 and around the world on the iHeartRadio app. You know, every day I come in here and I work so hard to put good stuff together. And then we have like a breaking news story that just kind of shatters everything. And that's kind of what has happened here. If you haven't heard yet, there is another turn in the Josh Belk saga because that's kind of what it is. I mean, it really is a saga with what's happened with uh, the young man, the big uh, defensive lineman that plays for, uh, played for Clemson, made a transfer, played for South Carolina. Yeah, we'll get into that momentarily, but to give you an idea of what else we've got on the program today, oh man, we're going to talk some uh, Clemson hoops. They play tonight at Miami. Of course, you can catch that game live right here on Fox Sports Radio. We'll also talk about the Gamecocks as they head to... Uh, Knoxville to play uh, Tennessee. We've also got a couple of other little things here. Tua Tagaviola is picked over Trevor Lawrence and in, uh, in the top 50 rankings. We'll get into that. And Clemson, of course, ranks high in ESPN's way too early top 25. But before we do that, you know, I have to start with the Josh Belk saga, and that's what I'm calling it. All right. If you want to respond to anything we're getting into today, by the way, 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. Basically, Josh Belk has left the Gamecock football program. A source told the state newspaper that today, this is a report from Josh Kendall at the state newspaper. And it says he has struggled with his desire to continue playing the sport throughout his collegiate career. That's what the source says. Now, his high school coach has not heard anything about it. Will Mitchell from uh, his school at Leesville says, I haven't heard anything about that. Usually I would hear from the coaches or something like that. No one said anything to me like that. That's directly from the, uh, the state paper. Now, watch Fox Sportscaster Mike Uva. His source says that Belk was having a hard time getting along with the teammates and that factored into his decision to leave. Now, there are several other rumors that are out there. One that is in the mix is that uh, he also has a cracked vertebrae, which, you know, if you have a cracked vertebrae, that makes it really hard to play football. 
But Belk was a four-star prospect out of Louisville. When he signed with Clemson, he was in spring practice last year with the Tigers and then left the team and enrolled at South Carolina over the summer. And he got a waiver from the NCAA, which doesn't happen very often. And he played in six games for the Gamecocks this season, seven tackles. His best game was in the Belk Bowl when he had three tackles against Virginia. So he was expected to play a bigger role, according to this, uh, this report from the state, this season, if he was able to keep his weight under control. So a big thing there. So there, this, uh, this guy had a lot of, it turned a lot of heads with him going from Clemson to South Carolina. The, the message boards and everything else with Clemson were saying things like, okay, he, he uh, had weight issues. There were issues with uh, conditioning and things like that. All of a sudden, he transfers to South Carolina. There were pictures that came out, and he looked like he was in shape. Looked like he was doing a lot better there. But now, it looks like, it, right now, according to the state newspaper, is that his career at South Carolina is over. So if you want to respond to this this afternoon... It's real simple, 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832 is the number to call. The Gamecocks return five players on that defensive line. Kier Thomas, Javon Kinlaw, Kobe Smith, Kingsley Enigberry, and Rick Sandage. All of those guys had a lot more tackles than Belk did last season. You know, when Belk came out, there was talk that he was like a five-star recruit. And then he goes to Clemson, plays in spring practice. Coach Dabo Sweeney was talking about him after the spring game about how he was playing well in that game. And then all of a sudden, hey, he wants to transfer to South Carolina. He transfers to play for the Gamecocks. It looks like he's out of shape. Then all of a sudden he gets in shape. And then boom. Hey, he, he, uh, he plays in six games. Which I was kind of a, I was kind of thinking maybe they would redshirt him, you know, just, just to let him work on conditioning and redshirt. That's kind of the way I would have went with him. But hey, the Gamecocks needed him, so he did play in six games, seven tackles, and of course his best game was the Belk Bowl where he had three tackles in that game. So, lots of, lots of discussion out there and especially the rumor mill and i'm not going to put out there everything that i've gotten because there's there's a lot of dreck but the couple of things that i do believe one comes from the state newspaper and watch fox's mike uva he was having a hard time getting along with his teammates and that factored in his decision to leave and I've also got several reports that it was the vertebrae. He had a crush or, or an issue with a vertebrae. If that's what's going on with you, if you're hurting and you're not getting along with your team, that makes it a heck of a lot easier to leave the program. Would love to get your thoughts on this today at 803 978 1832. 803 978 1832 is the number to call. 
as the final is, is this the final step for Josh Belt? Wouldn't it be interesting if he transferred somewhere else? So several folks chiming in with stuff on uh, Facebook Live today. Kevin says, he, is he entering the transfer portal? No, I don't think he's entering the transfer portal. And what you're reading is right, that he has an issue with a vertebrae in his neck. So if all of that is true and he can't get along with his teammates, that makes it really easy to decide, hey, I don't want to play anymore. Now, when you think about this, though, if it's an issue of him not getting along with his teammates, you think the coaches could have caught that? Maybe tried to counsel him up a little bit? Not just him, but his teammates as well. I don't know. We can, we can throw that stuff around today. But the big story is Josh Belk, the former Clemson and now former South Carolina player, has decided to uh, leave the Gamecock football program. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. Do you think that this guy was going to be counted on? You know, you see a lot of this stuff with what Will Muschamp is bringing in. And you look at it and you're like, huh, is this something that maybe he's seen the writing on the wall? I don't know. I mean, there were a lot of uh, a lot of defensive linemen that have come in. Maybe he didn't see a spot where he would actually be able to see the field. Not not trying to, to get into the rumor mill, but the two that really stick out to me, the first is the injury with the vertebrae. And the second one, he was having a hard time getting along with the team, and that factored into his decision to leave. I, I, I just that one there kind of slaps me in the face a little bit. Basically, you can't get along with your teammates, so you're gonna go. I wonder if the coaches had something they could have done. I, that's just me running my mouth there. But big story there on the Gamecock front with Josh Belk deciding to leave the program. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. Let's see here. Some of the reaction from Facebook Live. Kent says, not by me. I'm thinking he's talking about him uh, actually being a, a factor for the Gamecocks this season. You know, he's got the... He was rated as a, as a big-time prospect coming out of high school. But once again, it comes down to the same thing with this. All these recruiting rankings don't really mean anything. You can be a five-star guy, which Josh Belk was at one time. You can be a four-star guy, which is what he was the majority of the time. And he was looked at as like the topping of the cake for uh, Clemson's class that season. Never took a snap in a game for the Tigers. Played in six games for the Gamecocks. Wasn't really that big there. So, interesting stuff there on Josh Belk. If you want to get involved with that, 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832. 
888-900-3232 is the number to call. We'd love to hear your uh, your response to that. I know on the message boards, Clemson fans were saying things like, yeah, I told you so. There was a lot of Clemson folks that said, hey, this guy doesn't want to play. But you got to respect what South Carolina did with him. They took him basically off the woodpile, which is what, what happened with him at Clemson. And they tried to mold him into an SEC defensive lineman. They did all the, the paperwork and everything with the NCAA to get him a waiver. So South Carolina did what they could with trying to keep him with the program. So there are sources out there saying that maybe, maybe there's a chance that they could work something out to keep him at South Carolina. If you have a cracked vertebrae, I don't know how much you're going to play. If you've already got a reputation with your teammates of, hey, I don't really get along with you, but yeah, I'm going to let that out there and then I'm going to try to come back and play. I don't know if you're going to be welcome back into the locker room. So, interesting stuff there. Another twist and turn in the saga that is Josh Belk. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. We'd love to get your response on that. This afternoon, I'm also going to uh, I'm also going to tell you I'm going to bring back the list this afternoon with my five teams that I think are going to win the NCAA tournament. It's going to be one of these five, and then I have like a, a dark horse that I think is going to upset some folks in the NCAA tournament and break a lot of hearts. We'll get into that. We'll also preview the South Carolina and Clemson basketball game tonight. South Carolina's got to go slay the Giant. Clemson, on the other hand, has to... Uh, basically go and play a team they're favored to win on the road just to keep their ACC winning streak going. So two entirely different matchups, but big games for both teams if they want to make the tournament. So we'll get into that. We'll also talk about uh, the story with Tua Tunga Viola being rated higher than Trevor Lawrence. That's an interesting story there. And where Clemson ranks in the ESPN division, uh, the ESPN way too early top 25. So we'll have all that this afternoon. And uh, what else do I have? Oh, some NFL draft talk, who you can bet on that's going to actually win the first round pick. And a Clemson player's pick to go in the top five. How many Clemson players are going to get drafted this year in the first round? I've got them at four. I got four Clemson players in the first round. So we'll get into that this afternoon as well. We'd love to have your thoughts on the Josh Belk situation. That's going to be an interesting thing there with this young man. So instant response from Facebook, which you can follow the show on Facebook Live. Kent says, we play better on the road. I think he's referring to the Gamecocks. They do play better on the road. You are right about that. Will the Gamecocks have the juice tonight to go up to Knoxville and knock off Tennessee? That is a tough road to hoe. 
by the way, Tennessee is going to be in my list later on, right at 3.30, as one of the teams that has the opportunity, I think, to win the national championship. And I'm picking this stuff before March, by the way. So I'm kind of kind of hanging out there a little bit. I have no problem putting my opinions out there. I've watched a lot of basketball. But would love to chat with you today about the stuff with Josh Belk. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832. In case you missed it, Josh Belk has left the football program at South Carolina. Reports are that he is he has an, um, a vertebrae issue and also watch Fox sportscaster Mike Uva reports Belk was having a hard time getting along with his team and that factored in his decision to leave his high school coach hasn't heard anything about it saying I haven't heard anything about that unusually usually I would hear from the coaches on something like that so interesting stuff there with Josh Belk uh, real quick, since I've got a minute here, Cleveland Farrell, the defensive lineman from Clemson, is projected to go as a top five pick. NFL.com's latest mock draft has him at number four overall, going to the Oakland Raiders. Of course, Farrell had 54 tackles last season, 19 and a half of those were for a loss, 11 and a half sacks. Seven hurries and three forced fumbles. So a great final year for him. Jumped his stock in the NFL draft. I think that there's a chance that you could have four players from Clemson in the first round. So we'll see how that goes as we get closer and closer to draft time. Also, college baseball starts this week. Tomorrow, or actually Friday. Gamecocks are at home playing Liberty. Clemson is also at home as they play South Alabama. So we got tons of stuff that we can talk about here. Tons and tons of stuff that we can talk about here. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. Did you see this coming with Josh Belk? Because I, I didn't. I, I If you would have told me he was going to basically not make it to what would amount to his sophomore season at South Carolina, I would have laughed at you unless it was an injury thing. I thought he was completely on board with what the Gamecocks were doing. The pictures of him at Fan Day last year, he looked like he's just a, a born and bred Gamecock. So, yeah, that that <laughs> that Days of Our Live episode continues. 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832 is the number to call. More of the rundown when we come back. We like to go to the uh, to the state parks and we'll listen to some clumps and baseball as we maneuver around the state. So of course you can catch the baseball games here this weekend. Clemson and South Alabama. It's going to be uh, the opening series for the Tigers. Two freshmen will be in the starting rotation for Clemson as uh, they kick off their season. South Carolina will go with Carmen Malinsky on Friday night when they open up with the Liberty Flames. So 
should be an interesting matchup there for the Gamecocks as well. Looking forward to some college baseball. That's like the first sign that spring is coming. Feels like spring outside right now. My Facebook memories had like some snow where my kids were in a snow sleds a couple of years ago. Yeah, I could have wore shorts to work today. <laughs> so basketball tonight, as I said, Clemson and South Carolina. Two teams that really need these wins. South Carolina needs a big win. If they want to jump into the bracketologist stuff, and Clemson's already there, but they can improve their seating a lot by continuing to win ACC games. This game would bring them over 500 in ACC play, move them to 6-5 and five overall in conference, and then they can go from there. So a big matchup tonight for both Clemson and South Carolina. If you want to respond to any of this stuff today or... The situation with Josh Belk, give us a call at 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. When we come back, we're going to have the list. I'm going to give you my top five teams that I think are going to win the NCAA tournament and one dark horse, one team that could wreak havoc. We'll have all of that and more this afternoon right here on The Rundown. You are listening to Fox Sports Radio 1400. Strap in. It's time for the list. Today's list. I'm putting it out there now. I don't have a problem putting my opinions out there. I'm not going to sit here and and come across as like, oh, well, maybe this will happen. No, 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 no. Look, I've got five teams right now. Mark it down. One of these five is going to win the national title. All right. So go ahead and mark it down. Today is what? February the 13th, the day before Valentine's Day. My Valentine's Day gift to you is telling you who is going to win the NCAA tournament right now. One of these five. Here we go. Number five. Number five. Now, these are in no real particular order here because a lot of these are just notes that I strung together. But I like Gonzaga. The Zags. They may be a little bit lower on my list. Their titled hopes uh, took kind of a hit. Killian Tilly was supposed to be one of their best players of the season, but he tore a ligament in his right foot, and that may cost the Zags a little bit. But they are deep. The defense, 21st in adjusted efficiency, is a little bit low, but they have got some offense there. The Zags are one of my five that could win, that I think are going to win the NCAA tournament. Number four. You got to look at Kentucky. I know that they lost last night to LSU. No team goes through anything undefeated. I know you're going to tell me, Rob, they got blown out by Duke by 31 points. You think Duke seriously isn't going to have a bad game? We'll get into the Blue Devils in a little bit. But Kentucky... I like what they do. Keldon Johnson is a special, special player. I like the young man hero that they've got that runs around shooting threes. Yeah, Kentucky, definitely one of the teams that could win the NCAA tournament. Number three. Number three, I am going to go with Michigan State. I have to pick a team from the Big Ten because the Big Ten always seems like they're always on the fringe a little bit. And... Then all of a sudden, come tournament time, they don't really get the press, I think, that the ACC does. 
but Big Ten is a solid basketball league. I like Michigan State, and I think they're going to be the best of the Big Ten, and it's kind of hard to bet against Tom Izzo. Number two. Number two goes to the Duke Blue Devils. Zion Williamson, can he be the freshman that's one and done and leads his team to a title? I mean, it is the Zion show. It's basically what him himself and Coach K can put together to win the title. You got to put Duke in as uh, in the mix there. And finally, and number one, number one, you got to go with Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee has just been absurdly strong all season long. And I tell you what, I like Admiral Schofield. I like Bone, their guard. I like Grant Williams. They're just really, really good at a lot of different things. They rebound the ball well. They're in the top half of the SEC in rebounding. You got the SEC's leading scorer. I mean, it's kind of hard to find any fault with that Tennessee basketball program. Now, there's a couple of teams that are right there on the fringe. One of them is Virginia. Now, I would put I would have put Virginia in the mix, but I'm still kind of shell-shocked from what UMBC did to them last year. Now, not very many people know who UMBC is, okay? You probably don't remember what UM, UMBC stands for. University of Maryland, Baltimore County. They're still selling shirts saying, hey, we beat number one. They were the first 16 seed to actually get a number one seed. I think this Virginia team is different, but I I don't really... I feel like a lot of times the system that they have and the way that they play isn't going to work in the tournament. That's why they're kind of on the outside looking in, but you have to respect where they are. And they are definitely in my top 10. Now, one other team that I really, really like a lot is Nevada. 23-1, and 10-1 in the Mountain West. They are, in my opinion, the one team that a lot of people don't know much about. When you watch them, though, they are special. They're winning games by 20 and 25 points a night. And... Here's the problem people have, though. They may finish the season without playing a single NCAA tournament team. That may happen to them. So their schedule is lacking. But I like what Coach Musselman is doing out there. I like the twin guards they got from NC State that transferred there. They've got some great, great players that mesh together and they have some experience, and I think that they're going to be one of the teams that you look at them and, like, let's say that they're a four seed. You're going to be like, man, that's a four seed that can get beat. And then all of a sudden you look up, and they're in the Elite Eight. And they can wreak havoc. A couple of other teams that are on the fringe, Michigan, maybe I should have them higher than 22-3. and three. Maybe. But when I see Michigan, I don't really see a team that can just go out and just put their foot on somebody's throat and stomp them out. I just don't see that. I see that with Nevada. I see that with Michigan State. I see that with Tennessee. 
It's like they have just a part of their soul wants to destroy you on the basketball court. I don't think Michigan has that. I do like, as I said, Duke and Virginia. They're definitely in the top. Or excuse me, Duke is in the top 25. Kentucky's going to be right there. Another team not very many people are talking about is Marquette. Marquette is a very interesting team. Improving a lot on defense, but the draw will determine how far they go in the NCAA tournament. Uh, Kansas, I think Kansas is done. I have them on my list here as a team to that you could I have them under warmly considered. I don't know why I wrote warmly considered there. <laughs> it sounds like I'm writing like a a resume or, or, or writing like a review um, on Google for like a uh, like a hotel chain. I would warmly consider. Yeah, not so much. The Houston Cougars are 23 and one. They're they're on my somewhat list because they're 23 and one. <laughs> there you go. Doesn't take much to catch my eye, right? But I'll tell you a team that I want to see in the NCAA tournament, just because I'm selfish, and that's Murray State with Ja Morant. I almost went to Murray State on a drama scholarship when I was in high school. I almost went there. And I, I thought, wow, it'd be cool because Murray State is is a basketball college. I mean, they are the epitome of a mid-major basketball program. Some guys that have played there, Popeye Jones. Everybody remembers Popeye Jones? I mean, Popeye Jones was a, a guy that played in the NBA, was a good player. Murray State had some teams that would finish like 28-4 and four and scare, scare the devils out of somebody in the first round. But this team could be different because Ja Morant could carry Murray State to the Sweet 16. I mean, he is that good of a player. He will be drafted in the first round of the NBA draft next year or after this year, regardless. He is the epitome of a great point guard. And he can make big shots. Athletic as all get out, jumping over people. Just completely jumping over people for dunks. I mean, he is, he is that special. So if you're a big NCAA fan, you want Murray State to win the Ohio Valley Conference because you want to see Ja Morant in the tournament. And by the way, to be even more selfish, I want Ja Morant and Murray State to come to Columbia so I can watch them play at the CLA. Yeah, looking forward to that. More of the rundown in just a moment. You are listening to Fox Sports Radio 1400. My Twitter account, at Rob Sounds Good, got direct messages. Are you crazy, Rob? You don't think Michigan can win the national title? No, I don't. Don't look at me like I'm silly. It's just how I feel. You got to impress me. Michigan does not impress me yet. And I know that you're thinking, well, they did this and they did that and they played so well in the tournament last year. Yeah, but last year's tournament doesn't matter. It only matters about this year's tournament. I'm just saying. 803-978-1832. One other bit that came through from uh, on my Twitter account. What's your deal with not liking North Carolina? Well, maybe the Tar Heels should have been on my fringe list, but I think if North Carolina squared up with Nevada, I think Nevada would beat them. Yep. I really do. 
I think Virginia can beat them. Virginia already has in their own house. I think they're going to drop both games to Duke this year. That's why North Carolina's not on my list. They're not, when you're not the best team in your state, it's really hard for me to, uh, you know, take you seriously. So, and I know people are thinking, well, Rob just doesn't like North Carolina because they got over on the NCAA. No, it has nothing to do with that. I'm just saying. Not everybody can win. And I had to pick my five that could win the NCAA tournament. One of my five was not North Carolina. I'm just not seeing it. Just not seeing it. In fact, North Carolina has the 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 vibe of team that gets beat by I don't know Southwest Missouri State or Pacific or insert your Cinderella team here your blue blood that gets knocked out early that's what North Carolina has on them this year not feeling the Tar Heels at all much so a couple final little football notes here we've talked a lot today about football with Josh Belk leaving the South Carolina football program Young man started at Clemson, moved down to Columbia to play there. Now he's not playing for the Gamecocks. Interesting story there. But two Clemson football stories here. A month of NFL draft decisions and signing day picks. Clemson still has the ability to be at the top of college football, according to ESPN. So, the Tigers getting some love there, being at the top. Some instant reaction from John. He says the Big Ten hasn't won a national title since Sparty in 2000, he thinks. Yeah, you're right about that. But I I like my Big Ten team in the mix is uh, Michigan State. By the way... Looking at these numbers here for Clemson, they have them at the top of the list. Alabama's at number two. Oklahoma's at number, let's see, yeah, Oklahoma's at number three, then Georgia, and then Ohio State. Clemson opponents check in at number 11 and number 15, Texas A&M and Syracuse. So they got some love there for the Clemson football team. The big thing with the Clemson team this year, and we'll, we'll have plenty of time to talk about this, is, is the defense going to be able to reload. On offense, I don't think there's much of a problem there. That Tiger offense is going to run up and down the field on just about everybody. I know losing Mitch Hyde is a big deal, but they rotate so many linemen in there that I don't think that's going to be a problem. The man who leads that offense is uh, Trevor Lawrence. He was picked at number two overall of their top five of the top fifty returning players by Athlon Sports. Tua Tagaviola is the number one player. Yep. So they rated Tagaviola over or Tungaviola over Trevor Lawrence, according to Athlon Sports. Now, here's the other interesting thing too. There, Travis Etienne was picked number four overall and the second best running back behind Wisconsin's Jonathan Taylor, who is a very special player. 
So Clemson receivers T. Higgins and Justin Ross were ranked as a combo at number 21 overall. And then they have defensive end Xavier Thomas ranked 23rd overall. So you have one, two, three, four of your offensive players, your biggest playmakers, by the way, in the top 21 for Clemson. And a guy that wasn't even a starter last year for your defense is at number 23. Lots of love for Xavier Thomas this year. And he's got big shoes to fill as he's going to be one of those guys that helps replace Cleveland Farrell, Dexter Lawrence, Christian Wilkins, and Austin Bryant. Not that he's going to play all those positions, but he's going to be on that defensive line. He's going to have to lead this year if the Tigers are going to go back to the promised land of the college football playoff. All right, tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to get into some college baseball stuff. We'll do a recap on what happened with Clemson and South Carolina tonight. My quick picks. I think South Carolina drops that game to Tennessee. The line in Las Vegas is 15. I think that might be a little low. Clemson is a two-point underdog to Miami. I think Clemson wins by 15. I really do. Miami's not having a very good season. So there, there you go. If you're into the, the betting lure, try those two games tonight. All right. Be sure to check out the podcast for this show. It is on the website, foxsportsradio1400.com. Thanks to the people who... Uh, who download the podcast. I appreciate that. You can uh, check in whenever you want. It's like DVR on the radio. Also, follow me on Twitter. I'm at Rob Sounds Good. I tweet out stuff throughout the day. Some of it is just me being silly. Some of it is me uh, tweeting back and forth with Atlanta Braves fans about how we cannot wait until opening day gets here. Yeah, I am jacked for Braves baseball this year. Yep, 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 yep. Looking forward to that. Also, Jack, for college baseball, South Carolina and Clemson both getting underway on Friday. I will be at, uh, I'm going to go to some Gamecock games this year. Since I'm here in Columbia, I'll cover, help cover some of those games. And I will also be uh, attending some Clemson games this year as well. So looking forward to that. All right, Lawton Swan of Clemson Sports Talk is next. He is outside the door right now, the bald man on the radio the czar of Clemson sports. He brought Lowell, the producer, with him. I mean, he can't do a show by himself. He's got to have Lowell, the producer, doing a show with him. Imagine that. A big eight-foot-tall hobbit in here doing radio with a bald guy. That's what you got next to take you home. Good luck. More of the rundown tomorrow right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400.